Welcome to the Ghost Podcast, a podcast created to share stories about experiences from ghosting. I'm Rosemary, and we're here today with a listener story from Marina. Marina, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We're really excited to share your story and to hear about your experience from ghosting. So where do you want to start? Tell us about how you met your ghost. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so he and I started speaking on social media. Um, We're both from New York City. He's in one borough. I'm in the next borough. Um, It come to find out we actually had some people in common that we knew, uh, which which kind of helped break the ice. Uh, He actually knew some people that I went to high school with that live in that live in that live in his neighborhood um we we started talking almost i mean it was just such like an instant kind of connection cosmicy kind of it was really nice we started talking every single day facetiming um it just i don't know it was just something just a connection that i hadn't had with someone in a really long time i guess we were talking for a few weeks and he ghosted me right before our first meeting. So tell us about that. How did that happen? So um, um, we're maybe like 45 minutes away from each other. You know, it wasn't like, you know, I'm in Hawaii. He's in Alaska. Like it wasn't some great big distance or anything. Um, he has, has a busy schedule. Uh, He's a plumber, so he's on call all the time, but he was going to make some time that weekend. It was right before 4th of July. Um, You know, we were going to go see a movie. Um, He said to me, oh, you know, I've I've never had a great New York pizza before. And he was going to come down and we were going to have dinner. Just something really low key. And uh, I mean, you know, when you're really talking to someone, you if you have that kind of connection, you usually do like the morning, good morning. You speak to them throughout the day, even if he's working, then you do like the good night. Um, <laughs> it was the day before 4th of July. So the third, there was no good night. <laughs> um, he was really just struggling with his work schedule. He was just really just upset about it. I sent him some music um, because he's also a musician. I sent him some music. Uh, he just never responded. We said, good morning. He was telling me about his work schedule and he just disappeared. I think the craziest thing for me is that, you know, I've been ghosted before and, you know, they block you, they move on. What he did was he just ignored me. He just stopped responding to me completely. It was like a mid-conversation type thing. And, you know, I didn't realize it. It's the silent treatment. And we've talked a lot about this before. It's, it's the beginning of ghosting can sometimes just be that, right? The silent treatment. And that causes us to have extreme anxiety because we've formed this connection. It's so easy for somebody else to turn us off and it hurts. And all we do is spiral at that moment. Am I right? Did you start feeling that, that spiraling of, of thinking about it? Um. You know, again, it was really strange. I didn't realize he was ghosting me until like 72 hours. Like, I'm really serious because he's 
busy and, you know, you got to give him his space and just be respectful. And like, you know, literally it was so crazy because I'm like, he didn't block me. He's still getting my texts. My texts literally went from concern to like, oh no, I'm angry. It's been three days. I know what you're doing. And then there's almost this feeling of embarrassment because you're just continuing on the way you had been during this period of weeks where you were in constant communication. I mean, he put in as much effort as I did. So that's why it's just, you know, it's, it's so strange. It's like, who, who has the time who puts in the effort like this to then just poof and disappear. So how were you feeling at that point? Um, <laughs> just really, just really hurt. Um, I, I just thought so much more of him, I guess, if that makes any sense. It, it was just kind of like, like, you know, like, oh man, like not you, you know, mm-hmm. not you, you didn't do this to me. Come on. You know, um, I'm in my thirties. He's in his late twenties. Um, you know, I was just really surprised by it. I just was really surprised by it. And we, you know, we would FaceTime and things and I would look him in his face and we would have conversations about relationships and cheating and deal breakers, I guess, and this kind of thing. And it's kind of like, you looked me in my face <laughs> and just lied to me, I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I was just really at a loss. It's very, it's very confusing, right? Because you feel like this person is showing you one side of who they are and then they just almost become somebody completely different. And then you think, was any of this person you showed to me real, right? Absolutely. I mean, on paper, it's kind of like the put together type thing and he's, you know, he's, he works for the city and he's got this great job. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was just really surprised because we had talked about this kind of thing. Um, He had said to me that he was a little nervous from the distance. I mean, we hadn't even gone on our first date yet, but he was like somewhat weary of continuing to talk to me because of the distance. And I'm thinking in my head, we're like an hour away from each other, you know, but he said to me, he had a little bit of like insecurities about being cheated on in the past and things like that. Listen, I don't want to make like an excuse for him for why he did what he did. I, I mean, I, I was reeling from it. I was, um, you know, we, after that, so that was in July. Um, and this is what, this is September. So we hadn't talked in all that time. Uh, I did reach out to him until I was finally like, let me just stop. So did you ever hear from him again? So, (laughs) um, you know, I had, you know, I continue to talk to people. I'm single. I continue to date. I've gone out with like a few people. Nothing really, nothing has stuck or nothing really special. in the back of my mind, though, I just missed him so much. I really, you know, he just really had it over on me. Like, I just really, I just really missed him. Um, and I feel foolish now because I actually 
sent him a one line. Because like I said, I wasn't blocked on anything, which is very strange. If you ghost, a lot of ghosts, they block. Um, I sent him a one line like last week. And I said, uh, you know, I'm sure you don't care, but I miss you. And did you hear anything back? I did. Um, I did that for me. I mean, I, I don't know. It was super foolish thinking back on it, but I did that for me. I didn't do that to get, um, to get a response from him because thus far I had not heard anything from him. Um, he did respond. He said, of course I care. I miss you. And I miss talking to you too. And it basically just kind of, we had talked that morning. This was just uh, a couple days ago, maybe five days ago. Um, it started again, like he and I, it just kind of picked up where it kind of left off. I mean, I'm not the type of person that does the second chance type, not second chance, but I don't know what made me just randomly reach out. He did respond. Like I said, we kind of picked up where everything left off, you know, I mean, and again, he put in as much effort as he had always had. So it's, it just, it's, it was just so strange to me, um, you know, good mornings and, you know, throughout the day and he would send me photos and selfies and um, we even FaceTimed, you know, um, I don't know. It just picked right back up. So how long? Did, did this carry on for with him? Because this was very recent, correct? Right. So um, 48 hours. And then he disappeared again. Mid-sentence. Mid-conversation. He was going to come see me. He was going to come see me last weekend, this past weekend. He was going to drive down here. He's been having some issues with his car. He said... Um, not too far, actually, is where he bought his car from, from me in my neighborhood. Uh, he was going to have it fixed. He's been having some issues with the brakes. So he didn't want to come see me. And then, you know, he's just having problems with his brakes. Um, we were discussing the car. We were discussing, you know, like what time, what we were going to do. Making another date again, just like before. Um, you know, if he didn't come this past weekend, he was just going to, he was gonna, actually going to come Oh, today he was going to come actually yesterday. So, um, yeah, he just, it was 48 hours and he was gone again. We were, he, I literally, it's just so crazy to me. We were, he was telling me about the car. He sent me a selfie. I sent him a selfie. I was going to a birthday party. I was showing him my outfit. I, this was all on Instagram. You know, I have his number and everything, but this was all on Instagram. Um, I sent him a selfie of an outfit that I was going to wear, like I said, to a birthday party. I clicked on his name and I was blocked. I mean, literally the, 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 the mid conversation, you know, you respond, I respond, you respond, I respond. And that's just how it's always been with us. So when he left me on scene and like, I'm sending him a cute pic, a cute, a cute selfie. I'm like, you know, since when do you leave me on scene? <laughs> so I look and I'm like, why can't I respond back to this conversation? He literally had blocked me 
mm, three minutes after I sent him the photo. I am so sorry that you experienced that. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm such like a personable, like easy to talk to kind of person. There was nothing that happened that he, there was nothing that he could not say to me or to think that he could not, you know, I mean, we just talked about so much in such a little time. There was no super red flags. Um, you know, I was just, I don't know. I, I don't know what made me reach out to him. So that was, you know, that was less than a week ago now. Uh, he's blocked me absolutely on everything. I did. I mean, I was just angry. I'm not even... The first time this happened, I was super emotional and crying and I hadn't cried. I cried to my mom. I hadn't cried like that in such a long time. Um, really broke down. Um, but this very last time, I was just so super angry. And I did text him and I know he got it right before he could block me on his phone. We both have iPhones. So I know he got it. And I really it was just two lines. I just said what the F is your problem? You do this to me again. And that's it. That's really hard. One of the mm -hmm. things that I, I've been thinking a lot about is that this type of ghosting, this emotional ghosting that I like to call it, where there's this really intense emotional connection um, I feel like it's a lot of it's about power. You know, the fact that he, he had all this power with you, that he made the decision of, of when to block you and when to just really do it out of the blue. And that really makes you feel powerless, right? So for whatever reason he decided to do it, maybe, you know, you'll never know you live too far away, but he had that power in making mm -hmm. that decision. And that's, that's abusive. It's, it's, it's the silent treatment, which is abusive. And it is really hard when someone intentionally creates that emotional connection. You know, you guys never even met, but still he intentionally reached out to you every day to communicate with you. And that's, that's very hard. It's just, I, I I'm just, was I'm, I'm, I, it feels kind of, you know, and then you feel, and then the person that gets ghosted feels crappy. Even though you didn't do anything, you feel like, you know, like womp womp. Like, you know, you feel you feel icky. You know what I mean? I feel foolish in the in the sense of that I, you know, kind of went back to it. Um, so I feel foolish in that way. But I mean, there there's no excuse. I mean, we're everybody's an adult. There's no excuse. Like, I, again, there's nothing that he could have not said to me. You know what I mean? There's nothing that he should have been afraid to, to say or confront or, you know, if you're not feeling it, then you're not feeling it. But, I mean, I just don't, I don't think that was even the case. I, like you said, I will never know, you know, that's the thing about this type of thing. You'll never know. Um, but in a sense, 
I'm very happy that this happened because any, how do I say this? Any in my head, like any Prince Charmingness, like any, you know what I mean? Any um, fantasy idea I have of him is blown from the actions. And I kind of feel like I see who this person is and not making some kind of, because I mean, I was, I was like Google, Google Gaga over him. Like I really, I just was, it just, it just was. Um, but when he chose to do this again, you did this to me again. And, you know, I let it happen. Yeah. One of the things that Greta said, and I know you found us through Greta's podcast, Coping with Ghosting, that I really thought a lot about is she said she's worked a lot on transforming her anger into compassion because when someone behaves in this manner, you know, there's obviously something going on with them and that must be hard for them to not be able to be in a healthy relationship that they have these issues but it, it's hard. It's something I'm still working on personally as well. And it's just, it's very confusing, right? You know, if someone can have these level of mature conversations with you in other ways, but not about this, it, it's, you know, that's where you feel so blindsided. I think the other thing that, that I wanted to point out that I was hearing in this is something that I do as well, which is that, you know, he was, he's a very busy person. He has a very busy job. He lives 45 minutes away. That's not that far, but right. Like we find ourselves trying to validate things that we shouldn't have to, right? We're all busy. We all have a full plate in life, no matter what it is. And we're still finding time to communicate. So when that initial breakdown happens, we do, we go through this cycle of, oh my goodness, he must be really busy today. Um, oh, well, I hope everything's okay. Then you can go through the phase of, oh my gosh, I hope something horrible didn't happen to him. And you start to feel overly concerned about, about where they are. But then in the back of my mind, I also still have the feeling of, I know exactly what is happening, which is what makes me feel the craziest in those instances. But I wanted to you know, say that all of these things that you experienced through this are normal. And I think one thing in this process that I've been through, not only in my own story, but in hearing stories like yours, is reminding myself and reminding my friends around me when this is, is a, a trend that when somebody's using the fact that their life is so busy to push you off, it can be a red flag. And I'm learning these red flags as we go through this, because I've seen it time and time again, where it's like, well, I have this big job. I have blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, asshole, I'm here too. I have kids. I have a really busy job and I have my own plate of shit that I'm dealing with. Right. And I'm still finding time in the middle of all of that to text you because it takes two seconds. So finding that we can recognize these trends and recognize that the excuses come up and that they can be a tactic is a very important thing. And I just, you know, 
want to speak on that because these things come up time and time again in these stories where we are taking on these things and validating behavior that isn't okay. That's a great point to bring up, Clover. I know I've done the same thing myself. Marina, if there's anything you could say to your ghost right now, is there anything you'd want him to know? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> just like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm a person. Like, I'm a person. You, you've, you, you took all this time in getting to know me, us getting to know each other. I'm a real person. Like, I have real feelings. You did this to me twice. You know, I mean, I just wanted you to be better than this. I, I really, I don't know. I'm just super disappointed. I don't know what he's, you know, like you said, I don't know what internally, you know, you can't get in their mind. You don't know what they're really feeling. But um, I don't know. I'm just really just super disappointed in in him. I know that he's not my person. Like I'm, I got that. <laughs> like I'm super aware. And like I said before, it's a great thing that it happened in a sense because it couldn't be more clear that he's not the person for me. Um, because I could never do hurt someone twice that did nothing to me. It's just not on my, I have a conscience. It's just not, it's just not, it's just not the vibe. You just, it's just not, um, I don't know, just that I'm really super disappointed in him. Um, you know, we were friends. We're not now. And, you know, hopefully, you know, and he's a little bit younger than me, but hopefully he can have real relationships for himself in the future. And if this kind of thing, someone does it to him, then he'll know how it feels. Or maybe he, maybe it's been done to him. I don't know. Thank you for sharing your story with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And I just want to say that your story is important. Your voice is important. That's why we're here doing this podcast is so that we can share these stories together and know that we're in support. And sometimes that support is all that it takes to make us just feel slightly better, slightly validated, and a little less crazy. Do you have a ghost to share? Let us know. We would love to hear from you. You can find us online at theghostpodcast.com. Or find us on our Instagram page, The Ghost Podcast Stories. You can also email us at theghostpodcaststories at gmail.com. The Ghost Podcast is hosted by Clover and Rosemary. Music is an original production by Silence Kills. This podcast is produced and edited by me, Rosemary. You can subscribe on our website, theghostpodcast.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening.